John Hartwell, he's the athletic director for Utah State University, joins us now here in the Full Court Press. Uh, John, thanks for your time today. Hey, John. Sure thing, guys. How are you? We're good. We're ready for the weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, John, this has been a crazy two months, um, and we're first. Uh, my first question for you, because there's another school doing something like this today. We're seeing this around the country where certain coaches and even athletic directors are taking uh, pay cuts or pay reductions. They're offering it voluntarily to help out with, with their budgets and things like that. Has anything like that happened yet, or is it being discussed that it might happen at Utah State? Yeah, we are we are working on some, some different uh, scenarios that that involve uh, compensation and, and primarily around um, incentive opportunities that, uh, that, that our coaches get uh, or have the ability to earn. And uh, so, so there are some ongoing conversations on, on that as it relates to our entire uh, budget. And, you know, one of the things that as we, you know, have, have been uh, – like you said, for about two months in, into the whole COVID-19, uh, clearly the, the financial aspects from, from our athletic department have, have been, uh, you know, a front burner um, item of, of a lot of my time, a lot of uh, some of our administrators' time and our, and our head coaches, too, just trying to to project exactly what this is going to do for us, you know, from a revenue perspective, and you've got multiple facets that it impacts, you know, what, what's it going to do to season ticket sales? What's it going to do to philanthropic giving? Uh, what's it going to do to enrollment at the university that has a direct correlation on our uh, student fees? You know, what's it going to do uh, in the future, as it relates to Mountain West Conference and, and NCAA uh, distrib- distribution of money, so all all of those things in there, but uh, kind of our overarching guideline that we've tried to to do is to say, okay, we're we're going to try to protect three things, and that would be our sports. So you know, as you've seen some examples around the country of people uh, eliminating sports, that that is not uh, you know, under consideration for us. Uh, so sports scholarships and salaries or jobs, you know, are the, are the three things that we've, we've tried to, uh, protect and, and obviously not, you know, we want to maintain, uh, full scholarships, uh, and, and all the sports that we sponsor and then, uh, trying to protect, uh, you know, folks employment too. And, uh, but, but we are looking at some concepts as it relates to uh, you know, some potential budget savings from, from incentive pay um, for, for coaches and, and for myself as well. Mr. Hartwell, uh, great news that came out of Utah State Athletics today is that 68 student-athletes uh, were able to receive their degree. One of them was named a valedictorian, had a 4.0 GPA, while double majoring, no big deal there. And then you guys had a graduation success rate of 94%, uh, cumulative GPA of 3.24. 70 student-athletes are now all academic Mountain West honors, which is incredible. As When you guys and when your coaches are out recruiting, 
I would imagine that a lot of it is, well, at least some of it, would be focused on, hey, look, you're not only going to be a great athlete under a, at a great university, but you're going to have a chance to get your degree at Utah State. You're going to be a successful student as well. Yeah, a- absolutely. The, the academic success um, is our pinnacle, and that, that's uh, you know, the first thing that, uh, that we talk about. It's not always what gets the headlines, but it's uh, the first thing that we want to talk about. And, you know, like you mentioned, the 94%. Uh, graduation success rate and and the young men and women who uh, you know who have graduated this May as, as with everything right now a little different unfortunately they don't get to walk across the stage and uh, and be presented their diploma right now but they will get those uh, diplomas and you know that's to me that's the greatest victory that any student athlete at, at Utah state can, can attain is, is getting that degree. Cause at the end of the day, um, you know, that, that's going to be what, what propels them, uh, to their successes, you know, for the rest of their life. The, obviously the, the, um, the athletic successes that they have and the experience is great and, and they'll, they'll never forget those. Those will last a lifetime too, but the, the education, uh, and and what opportunities it allows them to have going forward, you know, are are their greatest accomplishment. And you know, uh, the the tribute at the end of the day, the work is is done by our student athletes, and I commend them um, for for their hard work and dedication and being so successful in the classroom. But you've also got to give a lot of success or a lot of credit for the success to our coaches who emphasize academics. Uh, as well as to Justice Smith and, and his entire staff and our uh, academic support area. They, they do an outstanding job, you know, and again, the last two months have, have been uh, different and, and they've done most tutoring sessions and, and their check-ins with our student athletes uh, virtually and, uh, you know, online and, and you know, done a tremendous job in that. And, and again, uh, that to me, that's, that's the number one success, you know, regardless of the mountain West championships and all Americans and all of those things that are, that are wonderful. And, you know, we want to continue doing those, but the academic success is, uh, you know, first and foremost. Uh, again, we're talking to John Hartwell. He's the director of athletics for Utah state university. And John, we've seen some, University presidents, uh, some uh, well, governors in other states say that if if we are not having students on campus, we are not having sports. Uh, have you had similar conversations with President Cockett, or what does that look like projected out right now for Utah State University? Yeah, and and obviously those. Uh conversations uh, continue every day, whether at the university level, Mountain West level, uh, you know, across our peers at, at other NCAA institutions. And I, I'm a, a glass half full guy. I'm, I'm an eternal optimist. And, and I think it, it's probably going to look different, but I'm encouraged, especially with some of the things you see about breakthroughs and vaccines and, uh, more readily available testing and all of those things here over the course of the last week or so. And, and hopefully that trend continues. Um, and, and we are, are able to, to have our sports, uh, start, uh, 
either on time or, or close to on time come the fall. So I think, uh, you know, it, it's going to be different. Um, but I think uh, the opportunity is there. And, and you know, I think that uh, I, I think that sports are important for our society as a whole. I mean, obviously, uh, people getting back, you know, us uh, – uh, getting people back to, to jobs where, where they have either lost or been laid off is of utmost importance to help jumpstart our economy. But I, but I think the, from, from a social aspect, uh, there's a huge void out there uh, with the lack of, of live sporting events. And, you know, as you see a handful of these come back, I was just reading something a little bit ago about, uh, and I may have this backwards, but I think it's uh Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning are going to play uh, Phil Mickelson and uh, and Tom Brady in a, in a golf match. That that ought to be entertaining to say the least. Yes, but I I, I think uh, I think folks uh, all over are uh, clamoring for the return to to sports just as soon as we can. How catastrophic would it be if you could have some college football games, but not any non-conference football games? Yeah, I, I think that would be a really tough situation. I mean, I'll, I'll say right off the bat, and you know, as we've gone through a bunch of financial scenarios and, and looked at some budget cuts and things like that, uh, I'll tell you right off the bat, the, the game week three um, in Seattle against the University of Washington, I mean, that's, that's a million and a half dollars for us. If, if that were to go away, um, obviously we'd have a huge hole there. So I, I think it's important. To, to play all of those games. Um, I do think you're going to see uh, the influence going forward uh, for some people it, it to be more regional in their scheduling opportunities. Um, but, you know, uh, again, I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, we, we can play all the contests, all uh, 12 regular season football games and, uh, hopefully a, a 13th for a Mountain West uh, championship game and a 14th for a bowl game uh, starting in September. Do you feel like it would be suitable for at least a season to be able to start without fans? I, I think you could very well see a modified number of, uh, of fans with some social distancing. Um, but you know, and, and we're talking about some of those scenarios right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think the fans are such an important aspect of the game. And, and you know, uh, probably first and foremost are the students of Utah State. Um, you know, they, they are heard as, as such a significant home field advantage for us, our home court advantage. And, you know, uh, we're talking through scenarios right now from a from a social distancing uh, perspective uh, about what that would look like uh, with fans and and obviously uh, in football to to start, but then on even into our winter sports with uh, men's and women's basketball. Have there been conversations with the Mountain West about potential staggered schedules? Uh, maybe some conferences would start sooner than others or later than others, but still be able to have some semblance of a season, even if it doesn't start as we would traditionally expect it to start? Not, not so much because even within a, you know, even within 
individual conferences, you've got schools in so many different states. I mean, you know, we have three California schools with uh, with San Jose, Fresno, and San Diego State all in our league. So um, folks are dealing, you know, there, there's a different set of parameters and, and restrictions as it relates to, to our individual states. And so I, I do think you're going to have to see some uniformity uh, to when people start, may, maybe not from a conditioning perspective, but in terms of number of practices and, and games. Because again, um, if you did that on a conference basis, it, it would make sense in conference play. But if you're playing, you know, out of conference and, you know, let's say, let's go back to the example we were using about the University of Washington and, and let's say, you know, if they were able to play two games before they played us, but that was our first game, that would obviously be a, a competitive disadvantage to us there. So I think, uh, and, and, you know, the one thing that's been really good about this, and this is not just in collegiate athletics, but I think across our society is um, trying to manage the whole situation and, and deal with all the scenarios uh, there have been great lines of communication, like I said, you know, within our athletic department, within the university, within the Mountain West Conference, you know, other state uh, institutions here in Utah and across the NCAA. So, um, you know, I, I'm still uh, very hopeful and very optimistic about a collaborative effort and, you know, which hopefully will lead to a, a somewhat of a, of a uniform start time. Well, these are unique times, <laughs> unique situations, and I know there's a lot of different ideas that are being thrown around, um, and uh, all we can do really is just continue to wait to see how things are trending. But uh, we do appreciate you coming on and, and spending some time with us, at least illuminating what the discussions are going on up here at Utah State in our little corner of the world. So appreciate your time and appreciate the insight. Sure thing, guys. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I think we uh... – speak for us all and uh we we uh will be very glad and hopeful here uh within the next four months when uh the aggies are back on the various fields of play absolutely thanks john appreciate you all right thanks john thank you all